Hi guys, welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season six, episode 22, the one where Paul's the man. (laughs) I still do not understand what was going on. You don't understand what's happening with Paul? Like, I get that he's talking himself up, but do people do that like that? Have you ever seen that um, viral video of the little girl, like, giving herself the pep talk? Oh, yeah. Affirmations in the bathroom mirror. Yeah. I think it's maybe kind of like that. It's just less cute because he's not an adorable four-year-old. And he's only got, like, three buttons of his linen tea, his boxy linen tea. I don't know what tropical island he thinks he's on, but I think he's in upstate New York. (laughs) He's in, like, Schenectady or something like that. She's she's wearing, Rachel's wearing, like, a Hawaiian Okay, yeah, so you and I have shared this meme back and forth. Mm, mm. But Lydia, my friend Lydia, posted it today, and it was, like, the stronghold that ho- that yeah. <laughs> hibiscus flowers had on my wardrobe, walking around like a thirteen-year-old Trader Joe's employee. The absolute chokehold. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, Rachel sure so is true. very Trader Joe's employee esque. Yes. yes. Which hey, love Trader Joe's. Nothing wrong with it. I just don't think she works there. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, it was it was the times. It was. Um, but yeah, we lived in Florida, so I feel like it felt a little more natural, you know, like to always be wearing yeah. tropical things. I thought a madras print cargo yeah. short and like a tropical, uh, like ocean Pacific tea yes. was just ocean. standard fare. <laughs> I know. It, I really do think that part of me, I didn't realize that that was just like what was fashionable. It just kind of seemed like practical we're in florida we live at the beach this is what we wear yeah totally yep but now i'm thinking like matt was in north dakota wearing hibiscus flower prints you know i mean it's kind of like when it's a little different came into fashion yeah and we we did the opposite well we didn't we yeah you you and and i I did but yes (laughs) no but like yes like a scarf and an ugg boot in Florida was like, yeah. So that, again, that's it's probably actually the exact same thing where Matt it was is. like, yeah, we all had those in North Dakota. And we right. were like, oh, yeah, I remember that one year. Those were super cool. <laughs> Wearing the world's shortest jean skirt with Ugg boots. With Ugg boots and mm. like a thin scarf. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what um, a, something what that a time like, to be alive. <laughs> something that I feel like they always tried to show like high schools in California or what and maybe I don't know I didn't go to high school in California but like on the movies in the movies it was always like crop tops and like I don't mm-hmm. know any school in America that allowed girls to wear crop tops to school or even spaghetti straps even spaghetti straps were not allowed yeah so if you were one of those schools where you could just have your cell phone out during class and be wearing a crop top and it wasn't just from the movie clueless you let us know (laughs) well that's the funny thing too is it was all like 25 year olds playing these roles so just reality at its finest we couldn't figure out why we couldn't look like any of those people it's because they had 10 years and professional stylists on their side and professionals yeah um, still still to this day a good a good thing to remember i'm sure i've said this on this podcast before but um 
I can't remember if it's a meme or if somebody was quoted as saying it, but you're not ugly. You're just poor. And no, you're not poor. But like, we're not ugly. We're just not rich. Not wealthy. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Just remind yourself that every day. I'm sorry, but there is something satisfying about looking at side-by-sides of Kylie Jenner. Oh my gosh. The girl is... doesn't even look like the same person. No. There's some people that I'm like... That's just angles and contouring and like learning how to do your yeah. makeup properly, but you can't like have a totally different face. Well, and she was she was young, so right, so some of that is baby face yeah. and puberty, but you yeah. don't grow lips um, no. as you get older. You don't grow and like, like bigger, different eyes. No, and same with like Kim Kardashian, right? Like she's been an adult the whole time, so she didn't like all of her changes are just wealth, not not age. Yeah, so. Don't worry about it, you guys. You're beautiful. Just, just do just you. Poor. You're not. You're not ugly. Just kidding. You're not ugly. We're all just. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Well, you know who's not poor. Um. Paul Bruce Willis, aka Paul. Oh. Paul. Yeah. Paul. He's, he's a, a very, very successful lawyer. <laughs> Why does that matter? <laughs> it matters. Um. Yeah, so we're just going to start talking about Paul. Um, Okay, that's fine. Paul, for a half second, I love this part, when, well, Ross is, you know, really trying to get on Paul's good side by talking crap about him when he walks in the room. Um, Super smooth action. Uh, Trying to make fun of Rachel for dating him to turn the tables and shake the heat off yeah. himself for a second. Well, it's funny because normally, like, in, remember a couple episodes ago, he's like, sure, make the jokes. I don't care. But now he's like, stop it. I'm over yeah. it. He's just yeah. kind of like, he's done. And he just wants to remind everybody that Paul's old and he's not the only one interested in, in fossils. fossils. <laughs> I love how Rachel's like, Ross, all that does is remind us that you like fossils. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then he just keeps going um, on and on and on. Of course, Paul is right behind him, yeah. just hearing every single word. Yeah. And uh, he takes him aside, and he's like, you know, Lizzie likes you. I'm going to accept this. And then I changed my mind. Funny like that. <laughs> so I told her, I'm telling you, I don't want you seeing her anymore. And Yeah, that's right. I kind you, of forgot that this yeah, happened. Yeah. That, like... Because he had kind of gone from like, whatever, I'll just try to get over it to yeah. like, no, I'm yeah. not over it. And, and I forbid you. I to forbid see her. you. And also, if you do, don't do as I say, I will call the university and have you fired because it's not just frowned upon. It's not just frowned upon. <laughs> Ross did not read any of his documents on the first day. Ross really um, does not have any upper hand here because it's like, no. It, th- what you're doing is illegal and you know it and you're trying to hide it and nobody like yeah literally at any point you could get found out and fired so yeah not he's not in a good position no no he's really not um but <sighs> instead of heeding this advice he thinks oh great let's go up to paul's country house and you know I just don't understand. The decision-making process. It's just not good. People, I think this is one of those things, right? When when people feel like everybody's against their relationship, they just double down. They don't even think about if they want to be in it. 
or she's 20 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like really, is it worth your job? Right. That's what I'm like. Do you really have that much going on? Like maybe don't marry wise? this one. Yeah. Right. Maybe don't marry this one. Or like maybe wait until the summer. And you know, yeah. I feel like yes. there's ways to do this. But I think Ross just is looking for love in all the wrong places. So here we are. That's probably yeah. That's he good, just loves point. to be in love, you know. Um <laughs> I just love love. He does. I, I he does. Like he doesn't like to be alone. He's always chasing up, you know, some other girl and I don't think he really takes a t- takes a minute to think about if they're like good for him or whatever. The reason he, he just wants to be with about Elizabeth, how he can make it work. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, oh, it's great. She doesn't want anything serious. Wait, she's going on spring break without me. What does this mean? Oh, she wants me to go yeah. with her. What is this? Like, you just, I don't know. I just feel like he's throwing spaghetti up on the wall and seeing what sticks. Which I know that's what dating is, but he's got to yeah. know this isn't gonna like play out long term. You know. Anyway. Yeah. He chooses not to think things through again. Um, I think Ross forgot to take his brain medicine. (laughs) Good decisions are interchangeable in the brain of Ross um, when pretty girls are around. Um, So they go up to the country house and they start making out. Mm -hmm. And Ross is like, oh, your dad. It really freaked me out. And she is 19, so she doesn't care about anything. And is like, okay, so we have to hide it from one more person. Like, what's a big deal? It doesn't matter. And he's like, okay, fine. Keep kissing me. Great. Great decision. Fine by me. And then apparently things are escalating. And she asks if he brought protection. And he thought that she meant from bears. (laughs) What are they, like bears and stuff? (laughs) Um, On the cutout version, he says something about having two cans of bear spray. And he forgot it. Oh, really? Um, oh, I don't remember that. Or bug spray. Sorry. Oh. On the DVD one. Um, but yeah, he didn't bring any protection. So Elizabeth goes to the store. And, okay. And scene. When, she, when she's like, you go get the hot tub ready. I'll be right back. Um, and he's like, then decides to undress in the middle of the living room? I guess to change it, that's a good point. Because, yeah, like, just where's the rooms? But if he's the only one there and his bag's in that room. Okay, I don't know. Seemed weird to me. It, 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 I think it is weird. But, like, if you brought your, your bags into the living room at a rental house and you were just going to change and you were the only one there. I yeah, I guess. Yeah, Like, your clothes are right there. Just... Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, because little does he know, Paul has a surprise for Rachel. And that surprise is reading where his daughter is going to be with 30-year-old professors. <laughs> um, so Ross... Ross's little, like, scuttle around oh, the... This that's, whole, that's not the move that you were saying. No. This is your favorite. No. no but this later, whole later. scene with him is so good like the the entire avoidance him trying to avoid being seen by paul and so yes he does do that like first quasi alex mack move where he tries to like be out of sight and rachel and paul you know come in 
and they are like cozying up on the couch and I think what are they eating grapes did she grapes. drop a grape yeah <laughs> and and she's like oh sorry I dropped that and all her I know you're you're very annoyed because her hair is like massive it just it's just too much no, just tie it back just yeah because yeah. it's always in her way and so she bends her hair falls over so she has to pick it up and she looks down I also love um I love Jennifer Aniston in this scene I think she's just so funny and she screams because uh, Ross is under the couch like a weirdo. And oh my gosh. Rachel is a good friend. I don't know that I wouldn't have called him out. Oh, I, she's she handles this well. She I would really have been does. like this is I like have been good so friend. Smooth. This is good friend territory. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. So he's hiding under. He, <laughs> he just. <laughs> The visual of him under the couch is so good. And she screams and Paul's like, what is it? And she's like, oh, I saw a bear. Can you go check on that? And he's like, um, we don't really have bears. And she's like, um, well, then could you get me a Diet Coke? <laughs> and she just, at the expense of making herself look cuckoo, she is trying to really protect Ross. Like, it, it's really nice. I think it's really nice that she does that. I think it is too. It's and I don't know. She's just playing all the cards at her disposal. Her sexuality. <laughs> a little bit of this going helps when you have a little bit of this going on. Um, and so she's like, "What are you doing here?" And she's like, "I came with Paul." And where's Elizabeth? She's at the store. And so. You know, Paul comes back in with the Diet Coke. And then she, again, oh, I need ice. Ice. (laughs) And so he's like, okay, uh, fine. And um, then finally Ross is like, did you really hear a bear? And she's just like, don't go hide. Like, get in that room. (laughs) And so he finally goes into the room that's not the kitchen. He's first trying to go into the kitchen like a Dumbo. And Paul comes with the Coke and the ice. And they're cozying back up, and Elizabeth comes through the door. One big happy family. Oh my gosh, I love that when she comes back in, like I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, you, guys? you guys. And he's like, what are you doing here? Like twitching With the his big eyes towards Rachel. <laughs> I feel oh. like Bruce Willis really nails the like dad role here. Oh yeah. Like, he's trying to be smooth, but he's still a little bit awkward. And it's, I don't know. I think it's cute. Um, And Rachel, thinking very quickly on her feet here, is like, oh, did you come up here to work on your term paper? Elizabeth's like, yep, just one more problem to solve. And maybe you could help me. And Rachel's like, why don't you go in there and do it? And she's like, well, I wouldn't do it in there. That's my dad's bedroom. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Oh, and then Rachel once I again also, looking crazy, screaming. That's your I dad's also bedroom. Like how um, she's like, Rachel, I have one problem I can't solve. Can you come help me? And they're just like, I don't know. I just think that it's cute that um, Rachel and Elizabeth are kind of like trying to team up mm-hmm. on the. I don't know. There's just something cute about it that like could be weird. Yeah. You know, they could yeah. not get along. It could be strange, but they just, it's, I don't know. There's something about it that I like. Yeah. Um, 
And finally, I agree. I think it is really nice because Rachel could just be like, this is garbage. You know, why are you dating this child? But I bet it's probably I'm going to lean into some Ashley Ashleyisms here. It's probably a little bit selfish um, because she's like, well, if Paul's happy, then I'm happy. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the yeah. same, I do think that it's that she she probably doesn't understand why Paul dislikes Ross so much, and so she's just trying to. Well, and also like for Elizabeth, like yeah, if she, you know, she could be kind of like, oh, I don't like Rachel. She's the ex, but 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 like you know, she. I don't know it's just nice. I just like seeing women. You know, girls, women support friends. women. Women supporting women. <laughs> Except when that woman does something I don't like, then I don't support them anymore. Yeah. Then no. <laughs> um. So finally, this might be my favorite one. They try to get rid of Paul one last time so Rachel can help Elizabeth (laughs) with her homework. And she's like, I'll help Elizabeth if you get me something from the car. And he's like, what do you need from the car? Surprise me. Surprise me. And he just like totally thinks it's like playful flirting. (laughs) And I'm like, she looks insane. Like if you didn't know what was going on. She would just yes, look so crazy. You're right. Um, and so they go into the bedroom. Oh, they go upstairs. That's right. And that's when Paul gives himself the pep talk. Yeah. Ashley gets a little cringeworthy here. <laughs> um, but I think it's funny. And I, 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 the dancing is a little bit much. Like, I don't know that I've ever like. Actually, okay, question time. Have you ever given yourself a pep talk audibly? I don't think so. But you know what? You do make a good point about the little girl in the mirror. Like, I think some people do. Um, I know some people, like, some people um, swear by doing, like, power poses. So Mm -hmm. I guess maybe that's what the dancing and the the flexing is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look at myself in the mirror and suck my stomach in sometimes. Who doesn't? Me too. But, like... (laughs) <laughs> but I don't, I'm not, I don't think I, I don't know. I'm not like, okay, Ash, you got this. You can maybe sometimes in my head, but I don't think I verbally give, look, maybe I'm missing out and I should go look maybe. in a mirror right now and give myself a pep talk. I think there, I think there are some people that say that doing it audibly, like, like it changes something. Yeah. To say it, not just like think it. Which makes yeah. sense, but I don't know that I've ever done it either. With the exception of like mumbling to myself, being like, okay, let's do this. Like, okay. Oh, yes. I've mumbled to myself. That's like different. Okay, come on. You know, or, I yeah, think that's like, more of like a processing than a pep talk. It's like, yeah, yeah. But it is still psyching yourself up. It is. It is. Um, I don't think I've ever, oh, you did practice dancing once and it didn't go so well. Did I? Mm-hmm. When you practiced sliding on the ground in your pleather pants <laughs> and they ripped <laughs> on the carpet. Maybe that's why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> Ashley was like, I'm just a little machine. Slide and then rug burn, pleather pants oh ripped open, gosh. which if I remember correctly, you just took back to the store and they gave you a new pair, no questions asked because... That might have been what happened because Ashley has this I didn't insane... wear ripped ones to the dance. Yeah, Ashley has this insane gift where she could have bought something on clearance, final sale, no questions asked, don't even think about returning it. That means you, especially you. Five <laughs> years later, she fishes it out of some 
box and is like, well, I can't find the receipt, but I'm just going to take it back anyway. And they're like, you know what? Why don't we just give you full price back? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not mean about it. I'm not like, let me speak. I'm just like, hey, look, I understand if you guys don't do this, but you know, I have this thing. It still has the tag on. I'm just wondering if I can return it. And they're usually like, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's just, just it's really, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know anybody who's had such good luck with returns when they should. It's it's not even like, oh, she's always getting them right under the wire. It's like way past the return window. And there's no reason they should take it back. It like doesn't have tags. Or it was like a two for one sale and they still give me the one back with like the worst. I think we've talked about this on the, but the, the craziest one was a track jacket that I bought from like American Eagle. Oh, yeah. PacSun in Alabama. Okay. On like a trip with friends. Because it was like, it was, I think it was was like two for 30 or something like that. And my friend wanted one. So I was like, yeah, why not? I'll get one. And then I literally never wore it. Never took the tags off. Found it like two or three years later in Florida. And I took it to the PacSun in Florida. And I was like, hey, I'm just wondering if I can return this. And they were like, we have to call corporate like in New York because this isn't even like we don't even use this style of barcode anymore or like the SKU number. Like, I don't even know how to type this into my system. And they were like, yeah, just give her money back. And so I got 30 bucks back, I think. I, I was just... like, okay, thanks. And they were like, what do we do with this? <laughs> like, we can't resell it. But I just, you know, and, and I think it's funny about it too, you Renee. Is like sometimes, sometimes you'd be like, Oh, I have this thing. And I'm like, oh, just go ask to return it. And you're like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. But yeah, it's it's not how everybody else gets through life. But somehow Ashley just floats around. It's one of her many charms. So Thank if you, you need anything returned, just give it to <laughs> Ashley and she'll take care of it for you. Um, Do you know what? I was going to say I haven't done that lately, but I lies. did buy two pairs of shoes on sale. Um, they came from Australia. And I tried them both on and they're both like, unfortunately, like way too big, like slipping off my feet. I ordered my normal size too, but they're slipping off my feet. So um, I was going to return them, but then we got put into a level four lockdown. And so like um, postal, like nothing's open. And Mm -hmm. um, so I can't ship them back. But so I emailed them and I was like, hey, I just want to make sure I'm going to be able to return these because the return window and they're like, sure, just put a handwritten note. And don't worry, you guys, like I will get my money back. I will make sure of it. Oh, we know. COVID's fault. (laughs) Matt is actually really good at this too. Um, But not as good as you. You're really the queen. Do you think it's just because we're just like, hey, look, like I don't have any high expectations here, but like could you I don't know do because I feel like I get pushback sometimes when I'm like doing it the right way like it's in the return window I have all my documentation and they're like mm, seems suspect I also somehow so I got a hundred and fifty dollar ticket mailed to me for like they have these bus lane cameras here and we had just moved back to Auckland to this neighborhood and I to be honest with you I didn't even realize it was a bus lane apparently it's painted green but so are the like so are the like um so so are traffic lights and like plants (laughs) this the grass no um it was painted green but there's also this thing where like there's these so you're not allowed to drive in bus lanes during like rush hour right um 
but I don't, there was just, there's something else to, anyway, it was like painted green for literally like a hundred feet and Mm. it's two lanes that then you'd have to merge down into one lane for a hundred feet and then merge back into two lanes. And I just like, and it was like, I don't know. I just, I honestly didn't even realize I wasn't even paying attention, but it was a Saturday morning at like 10 AM. So there's just no reason why this rule should apply. Um, but they have these cameras in place to get you. And so we got a letter mailed to us with a clear picture of me driving along. Pretty damning evidence. Ben was like, uh, before he gave me the letter, because he grabbed the mail and I, the car's registered to him. So I, I had his name on it and he was like, Hey Ashley. And he like gave me a big hug and he's like, I have to deliver some bad news. This is one of those annoying things in life. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like does he have cancer? Ben is not like a one of those you know annoying I mean? things in life. So I was like, or one of those hard things in life that sucks or whatever. And I was like, what is going on? And he hands it to me. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, yeah, this is annoying. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write in and see. And so I was just like, I wrote in and I was like, we've just moved back here. I really didn't realize just so I know for future reference, am I actually supposed to merge for a hundred feet and then merge back after a hundred feet when it's Saturday at 10 AM and there's no buses? And I paid the fine because it you only your window is like not very long, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'm not going to wait for them to get back to me because then it'll be like the late fee and then the double late fee. Um, and so they wrote back and they're like, yep, you know what? Oh, they said, can you provide proof of when you moved to Auckland? <laughs> and so I provided, um, I like scanned in my tenancy, like my lease agreement mm-hmm. for our apartment, and it was dated like a week or two before the ticket was, and they were like, okay. Don't do it again. And I then I was you like, were saying um, when you moved from America, I was like, five oh, years that ago. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> that have been good. No, but what? I was like, I knew. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to be driving on the left oh, side of the street? Oh. I tied the steering wheels <laughs> in the wrong place. Um, and so I was like, I actually already paid you guys. Can you refund me? And they're like, yeah, don't worry. We'll take her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're kidding. So I got refunded $150 from this Auckland freaking Council. girl. I'm telling you. So if anybody, mo- if I'm anybody- sorry, who on this planet has ever gotten a refund from the government? Well, every year for your taxes. That's for different. One. That is different. I am if more you- than happy to help anybody write their polite but logical and firm laid out arguments. I'm here for it. I'm ha- happy to help you do it. I used to help my friends with the Chicago because literally everybody got parking tickets. Even when there weren't signs, I was like, I think they're just trying their luck. Let me help you with a strongly worded, oh my but gosh. polite email, but firm. I'm happy to help. But yes, I don't know, Renee. I'm still doing it. it my that my is magic so works funny. over here. <laughs> well, I'm glad it didn't get eaten up when you flew over the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> um. Wow. I don't even know what we were talking about now. Neither. But <laughs> back to back to Ross and Bruce. I almost called him Bert. Bert. Oh, uh, or we were talking about pep talks. And then I don't know how we derailed. Yeah. But um, no. yeah, Paul's giving himself a pep talk. And Ross is watching with bated breath from the cupboard. Um, well, he's under the bed. And he's just like, he's, what? He's it's under the so bed. But funny. right before... Right before the pep talk, that's when my favorite move happens. When Paul opens the door and Ross is behind it and he just like melts into the ground. Folds in half. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
the way he moves his body is just so good. I don't oh, think I'd so ever funny. be able to replicate that. Like, it's just so funny. You should try. I'm not gonna, though. <laughs> um, no, thanks. And so he slithers under the bed and watches. I'm just a little machine. Um, and then Paul leaves. And Elizabeth comes to save Ross, and he is has tucked himself into the bedside table. Why didn't he escape out the window? I don't know. So I many don't, questions. So many questions. Like, seriously, go, yeah, go down the road go or home. something. <laughs> go anywhere. Like, Elizabeth will get the memo that you were trying not to get caught, you know? Like, this is one of those times yeah. where you don't have to explain yourself. It's clear that we're just, like, Getting doing what we can. Just yeah. go. Every man for themselves. Every man for themselves. And Elizabeth is fine. You just can't, you know, strand her without the car. Um, Oh, that's another question I have. If Ross and Elizabeth are at the cabin. Yeah, how did they get there? And and how come they didn't see, isn't there some sort of, did it, maybe they took a taxi? I was thinking that too. They could have taken like the jitney. Train to the yeah. yeah, they could have taken the train to a station and then, like, walked or caught a taxi. Because mm-hmm. when Rachel's like, best, she obviously best. saw the uh, tire tracks yeah. up to the closed garage. Um, it must be so nice to have a country house. Mm, so nice. It does sound nice. Um, mm. But uh, Ross, like, unfolds himself out of the cabinet, and he... Sounds like he, I don't know, can't breathe, maybe. <laughs> He's all squeaky. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go out this window, okay? I'll meet you at the door. <laughs> Sounds like he's saying goodbye in like a wartime Forever, movie. yeah. <laughs> um, and so Rachel uh, is like, don't go in there. I need another soda. <laughs> Poor girl. She's trying her darndest, but she's out of things. She's out of reasons. She is. Um, and so they catch Elizabeth and Ross, Ross halfway out the window, and he says to Elizabeth, and that is why we cannot see each other anymore, which I got to give it to him. It's a good Hail Mary. Hail Mary. It's a Hail Mary. And Rachel, what in heaven's name are you doing here? (laughs) Even Elizabeth. I didn't know he was here. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um... Yeah, so Paul's like, okay, so I tell you to stay away from my daughter, and what you hear is, keep seeing my daughter and ruin my weekend with Rachel at my country house. And uh, Paul's like... And I love how he goes, I've got a word for you, fired. Fired! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Ross, finally playing his cards right, he's like, fine, have me fired, but I want you to know that I, too, am a neat guy. (laughs) <laughs> and I too am just a love machine. Is he basically threatening Paul and saying like I'll I will tell out Rachel you how embarrassing you yes. were? Yes. Yes. Okay. 100%. Which if Paul if Paul really felt that strongly about Ross and Elizabeth not dating, I feel like he would just get him fired and call it a day and not and not give him the option so many times. Well, even here, I'm like, okay, so Rachel knows that you did a weird little like pep talk dance in the mirror. Like, 
I don't think that's going to scare her off, you know? Um, yeah. But I don't think Paul has all the confidence we think he does. That's a good point. Yeah. I think so, the mirror pep talk dance feeling, shows yeah, that. That gives yeah. it a little bit away. Well, it's so, his first time dating again after his... Is it? Well, we don't know if it's first time, but like, that must be tough. Must be tough. But she died when Elizabeth was very young. She was just a baby. Oh, was, oh that's right. Aw. Rachel's very pretty. So he's just She is very pretty. Nervous. Yeah. Out of his league, perhaps, in the looks yeah. department. Yeah. Um, and she's very sure of herself. So maybe it's, I don't really know. But he doesn't want to be outed. So he's like, why don't I show you where the guest room is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we'll just go leave it unsaid. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what's happening with those guys right now. So we still got, we still have Ross and Elizabeth dating and we still have Paul Mm -hmm. and Rachel dating. All these relationships are just doomed together. We're going to keep together at the country house. And so we're just going to keep pretending like there's anything here worth saving. Yeah. And prolong this for a little bit longer. Um, can we talk about Joey next? Cause I just want to get this one over with. I don't. Yeah. Joey, uh, as we know, is the the lead in a TV series called Mac and Cheese that has not actually been on air yet. And I think they've recorded like one episode. Yeah, um, Joey. He is Joseph. taking this opportunity to <laughs> rebuild all the bridges he burned when he got fired off Duel. <laughs> and that starts with getting his picture back on the wall of fame at the dry cleaners. I love Joey. We've talked about this a lot. He is the epitome of like wanting to skip all the hard work and just get to the oh my gosh rewards part. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's like okay, you got cast on a TV show. It hasn't even been on TV yet, and you want to like, be on the Wall of Fame. The Wall of Fame and like, next to Matt Lauer. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford. Just yeah. Pre-disgraced Matt Lauer. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking that too. And she's like, mm. ooh, Matt Lauer. I was I like, Well, and uh, Friends was on NBC. Today's show is on NBC. So I'm sure that was like an easy one for them oh, then. right. But obviously a lot has changed since then, which are you watching the morning show, by the way? No. Remember we talked about this? <gasps> oh, I don't remember. And I didn't know what it was. And then you had to explain it to me. And That's just every show I've ever mentioned. That's every and show. And vice versa. I also don't know how I would get it in New Zealand. And I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't try very hard. That's fine. It's very so, good. Okay. But it's on I Apple believe TV, you. So I don't know. I'm sure you could. Oh, so is Ted Lasso. <gasps> Ted Lasso. Yes. Probably the best show I've watched this decade. Yeah. A lot of people are saying it's that. It's so good. Um, well, look, maybe I'll do like a, a month of Apple TV so we can watch yeah. both of those things. That's a great, that's a great plan. Thanks. Um. Anyway, if you guys haven't watched The Morning Show or Ted Lasso, go do it. Um, but anyway, so Joey wants his picture up on the wall next to Jim Belushi. And now Jim Belushi is just laughing at him because he's not on TV. Um, so you, so this, this dry cleaner guy actually was like, oh, that guy's no longer on Days of Our Lives. I'm going to like the maintenance and then like went and took him down. Like, I don't know. I bet he ran out of space, and so he was like, who can I no put? No one knows who this guy is. Yeah, yeah. like Matt Good Lauer point. gave me his picture. Where am I going to put it? Right, 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 right. So that makes there sense. is actually um, a 
a post office near where I used to live in Nashville. It's in an area called Hillsboro Village. And it's this tiny little post office. And it's like behind all these like coffee shops and stuff. Um, they have famous people up on the wall like this. It's kind of cute. Oh. And it's all like country music stars. So I don't know who most of them are. But like Dolly Parton's up there. And, you know, they all oh. sign. Is it because people that have like come into that post mm-hmm. office? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's cute. It feels very... Um, it makes it feel like small townish, you know? Yeah, that's cute. But, I mean, now I avoid that post office at all costs because it's crazy busy, but um, that's not the point. It's very cute. Um, so, yeah, so Joey's like, hey, it's me from the wall, remember? <laughs> um, and uh, the guy's like, uh, who? And Joey's like, I'm on a show now. You can put me back up. And he's like, well, show me in the TV guide. And he's like, well, it's not in TV guide yet. He's like, if it's not on the wall, if it's not in the book, it's not on the wall. So Joey sets out and comes back with the tape to yeah. show the dry cleaner guy. This is so much effort to get on the wall, but okay. So much effort. Yeah. The guy watches it and he's like, you're not going on the wall. Oh, no. He watches it and puts him on the wall and then writes... Son of a bitch on his picture. That's not correct. Oh! <laughs> yep, you're right. You had it right I, the first time. I did. He watches it and he's like, I don't like this. It's offensive to Russians. <laughs> to my it's people. offensive to my people. Dry cleaners? Dry cleaners? <laughs> Russians. And he was like, well, Harrison Ford was in Air Force One and that's offensive to Russians. And he's like, well, I haven't seen Air Force One. So he stays on the wall. Plus, all these guys bring in lots of clothes. You bring in nothing. You bring so. us nothing. That's right. And so, yeah. So the guy's not budging, which I don't blame him. Like, Joey Tribbiani of Mac and Cheese. It's his policy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a very official system, House Joey. Rules. I, don't, I don't, yeah. don't know why you can't get on board with this. Um, and uh, so Joey comes back with a bunch of clothes. <laughs> Stealing everyone else. They cut it out, but Joey comes in and takes a bunch of coats from Monica and Chandler's. Oh, I was wondering, because I was yeah. going to say, some of it looks like pleather, and I'm yeah. like, it's like a... <laughs> yeah, so he's like, hey, I brought laundry. Where's the guy who put pictures on the wall? Who puts the pictures on the wall? And she's like, he's not here. And There are two people who yeah. can put your pictures on the Very flirty. Laying very... it on thick. Uh, yes, it is a lot of it's aggressive. It's aggressive. I would say that she uses sex as a weapon. Yeah. And also, man, talk about ballsy saying this in the place that you run with your we find out husband and like mm-hmm. hitting on your customer. I feel like, oh, that's like you don't, you know, crap where you eat kind of thing. Like that's <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, maybe go somewhere else to hit on randos. Um, you know, she's a pretty lady. I feel like she could probably get a lot of guys to hit on her that don't come into the dry cleaners. Um, so Joey, once speaking of using sex as a weapon, uh, Joey's like, <laughs> oh, you can get me on the wall? All right. How you doing? You know, he's like, oh, wait, it's you, right? I'm only going to hit on you if it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so these two are just match made. 
I don't know that they necessarily other. sleep with each other though, because he's like, "Oh, I'll take you out for drinks," and but then, then he comes back later, and mm-hmm. "son of a bitch" is written on his picture. Yeah, and, and Phoebe's and like, and "Why like, did you write that on there?" <laughs> yeah, why did you? Who did the? Who could have done this? You son of a bitch. Well, let's ask Maybe him. Else. And yeah. he said, "You took." He says, "You took my wife out." He doesn't say you slept with my wife. Yeah. I thought he said slept with my, but yeah. So who you went anyway. out with my wife. Either way, you went out with my wife. Not good. either way. Like you don't. Yeah, you don't take other people's wives out for dates to get on the no. wall. No, you shouldn't. No, but also and she also shouldn't be offering dates yes, for walls. <laughs> if you're a wife, maybe don't offer dates for the wall. Gosh, woman, it's just wrongs all over the place. Yeah, here. but I mean, clearly they're not happy. She doesn't like being married to a dry cleaner. I don't know. I feel like we could just deep dive into this. Um but uh Yeah, that's so Joey gets the... in trouble. Yeah, that's probably still not the on end the wall. Of... That's the end. He is, but <laughs> Well, and also that's there's not... that little blurb at the very end where Joey's like, "Hey, can I get a coffee to go?" And Gunther's like, can you take this to table 11? And he's like, oh, wait, do you still work here? And Joey's like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. I quit a long time Did ago. Did I forget <laughs> to tell you? <laughs> he's like, oh, oh yeah, that's cool. I was going to fire you anyway. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It is funny because until that moment, you kind of forget that Joey just stopped working there. Yeah, how did that happen? Because he only really worked there for like two or three episodes. And then the yes. most recent one was the one where he was like, you know what's better than 20%? 50% tip. Well, and I think the most recent one was the one where he leaves to get the audition for Mac and Cheese. And he ends up getting it. He leaves the coffee oh, no, house to get the he, audition? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Remember he shuts down early? Oh, that's oh, like his first episode working there, right. though. That's right. Because Rachel gets him rehired. You're right. I think it must be just because he got the uh, he got the part of mac and cheese. Yeah, they just what's don't the address one? it. Okay, so the one where he's like, "What's with the twenty percent tip?" You know, it'd be better fifty. Would and they're like, "Oh, is that when he needs more headshots? Is that why he's?" Because they're like, yeah. "What's with the greed, yeah. Joe?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's with the greed, Joe? I kind of um, feel like that's the last time, or when he's like, "What did I tell you about talking with your friends?" And he's just like, "So anyway, uh, yeah." I guess they it kind of. Yeah, uh, do it. It sort of just fizzles out, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like as soon as he gets the thing on mac and cheese, we just don't hear yeah. about him or get the coffee. But we don't notice. And that's what's, I think that's what's really funny about it is I almost yeah. wonder if they forgot to write him out of it. And so they're like, well, let's and so just they, make a nod to this really quick. Because it kind of goes with Joey. Yeah. It does. Yeah, that's funny. That's true. Uh, I was going to, did I not tell you that, that I quit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um... And then we have the girls. Phoebe yes. got an invite to a museum I can't remember the name of. It's very long. We'll just call it the museum. The museum. Um, and she's like, well, you know, it's one of those things I hate because the massage client gave me three, three tickets, tickets and there's six of us. And there's six of us. Yeah. Yeah. And so Ch- Chandler's like, uh, I think Joey and I can give up our tickets, you know. <laughs> I, think, um, I think I speak for Ross when I say he's feeling generous as well. And it's mostly just photographs of lesbian love scenes interdispersed with video games and free sandwiches. And Joey's <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> you got us disinvited from the lesbian sandwich museum. Sandwich museum. 
And I've always wondered if that's what it actually was or if Phoebe was quick to their BS and just kind of Oh, said that. I always assumed the latter. I always assumed that she did she that because she them. knew that. Yeah, because the girls both kind of like snicker when she says mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because free sandwiches part just doesn't feel very yeah, easy to me. Yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> they charge you out the wazoo for sandwiches at the museum. Um, so they go and they're like, oh, soak up all the culture. Let's go to the gift shop and then lunch. <laughs> and then the lunch. Yeah. Which I feel like is also very common with museums. And as they're like soaking up all the culture on their way to the gift shop, um, they... Hildy is... Yeah. Yeah. Hildy is pointing out where they would do a wedding ceremony. And Monica... Can't Monica, keep her Monica, mouth Monica, Monica. <laughs> I feel her in this, but I usually do this in my head. I'm like, no, that's not where you would do that. You would put the aisle here and have the ceremony here and... Under this beautiful arch. It does yeah. make sense. And the, the lady's like, uh, can I help you? And yeah. Rachel kind of smooths it over. Oh, do you do a lot of weddings here? It's so beautiful. And she's like, we're very popular. It's two-year waiting list. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rachel says that Monica should put her name down on the list. And she's like, that's crazy. I'm not getting married. I'm not engaged. And Phoebe's like, yeah, but there's a two-year wait. And he's like, uh, Chandler's that not going to wait tough. for someone. <laughs> he's going to find someone else, someone who did put their name on the list. But that is really yeah. hard, though. Like, I guess some, I guess some engagements do go for like a year or two years. Sometimes, yeah. if they're just like, I mean, I don't know. That seems like a very long time. It we know how like you a, feel about it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is the thing. I know I'm crazy, and I got, I was only engaged for like two months. But like, she says for like two months, but it was literally two months. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was 63 days. And that's from when we got engaged to when we got married, not from when we set our wedding date. Okay, bye. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, but like even I know that that is a crazy short amount of time. And it was also due to venue. They were like, well, we can do it now or we can do it in like 11 months. And I was like, I don't want to do it in 11 months. Yeah. So we just rallied. Um, But... In my head, and I know, like, to each their own, like, there is no official length of an engagement. But in my head, you need an engagement so you can plan a wedding. I don't know right. in what world you would need two years to plan a wedding. No, I think in that it would only be if you, A, needed to save up the money, or B, had your heart set on that venue. Right. And that was the next time you could do it. And so you're like, well, I guess we're waiting two years. I don't think I'd want to do that. I'd I don't, be like, yeah. nah, we'll just come take pictures here in nice outfits at some point. But like, yeah, don't think I'd wait two years. I, and I'm sure some places do book up two years in advance. And I guarantee you these days, most people are booking them before they're engaged. Yep, probably. Like, not in a like, oh, Pokey Valentine doesn't know he's getting married. Like, it just, but just in like... like we're, we know in we're going to get married, so let's pick the date. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, if you know you're going to get married, you're engaged. So, you know, the word engagement is is weird. Like a gray area. It's well, an intention, but you can already set your intention before right. you officially have the yes. ring or whatever. And that's yeah, the thing that's is like true. engaged means we plan to get married. So if you know you plan to get married, in my head, you're engaged. Then you're planning to get married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you know what I mean? But we've turned it, not we've turned it into, but like what it translates society. to. Society. Society <laughs> says 
<laughs> that it's when the man says, will you marry me? And the woman says yes or whatever. So anyway, you know, two years is a really long time. The net net of this conversation. The net net, yeah. That is we ain't waiting two years. I'll get married someone else or find someone who already put their name in the list and just marry them. Um (laughs) but I okay, so what do you think? The idea Mm -hmm. of putting her name on the list for for the unknown future of getting married, even if you're not engaged, what do you think? Okay, if for Monica and Chandler, this, not for us. I will answer this question, and then okay. I have another question for you. Okay. After, aside from this one. Um, I think that it's more about just her and her girlfriends having fun. Mm-hmm. And because, like, you know that, I mean, Monica has a wedding book. Like, right. I kind of feel like she has a very specific place and theme and flowerscape and colorway you know what I mean like mm-hmm. she already knows what she's like and and I don't feel like she would just walk into a museum that she's only seen one time and be like oh yeah maybe this venue like I don't know so to me it doesn't feel like very Monica it kind of just seems like it's like a fun little thing that the girls it's like I don't know trying on clothes or something do you know what I mean like I don't think yeah. it actually has that much meaning it's just a fun thing the girls are doing at the moment and so like sure I don't think it's that I think I th- I, I think I don't think it actually is that it doesn't really matter it's kind of a throwaway exercise yeah. I think what would be weird is like so when Rachel says I'll do it too it's like so when you get a call in two years that's either going to be really painful or like mm. you'll have forgotten about it and it'll be silly like I don't know that's kind of, what do you think about it? I think you're right. I think it in this moment is really just like, truly, what is the harm? Put your name down. And then yeah. you can have an option. I could understand why it seems crazy. Or like manipulative might be the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Like booking, putting a wedding venue on hold when you aren't, you know, betrothed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, so. and it's not like she's, it's, I mean, like for Rachel and Paul, it makes no sense. Right. But like, right. I kind of feel like Monica for Monica and Chandler, Chandler like that way they are, they've lived, they've been dating for a while. They're living together. Like it's probably headed that way. I think it's, pro, it's still, I guess here's my thought. I do have opinions on this. Go figure. Um, I think that for a lot of this stuff, it's like, Unless you have super, super specific requests about like, no, it has to be this venue. Why not just wait? Because, you know, what if you guys don't even live in New York anymore? Or what if you yeah. want to have a destination wedding? Or like sometimes with things like dresses or stuff, it's like, well, that what if that's not even in fashion anymore? Like, just wait. And unless you are sure that you have your heart on something and you're going to have your heart on it set on it still in two years... That's right. Yeah. I did, yeah. If it's like I grew up near this museum or we went here once when I was a kid and there was a wedding going on and I've always like I just this is where I have to get married. Like that I understand. Right. Yeah. I think it's a good point. What okay. is your question going to be? Yes. So my other question for you is have you ever done something like this where you did something relationship commitment e before it was official uh 
I feel like this is a trap, but I honestly don't think I have. You always think that I'm... No, you do this every time. You're like, (laughs) no, but do you have a specific instance you're about to reveal? No, I don't. I'm I'm actually just asking. It sounded like I could hear like a Cheshire cat grin in your voice. And so I couldn't tell if there was something that I was maybe... I'm not devious, people. No, not devious, but I was like, did I, I honestly was like, did I block something out? Because I wouldn't put it past me. I'm not saying I'm above it, um, but I don't think I have. I can't I remember I you. do. I, there's nothing that I'm thinking of specifically that you have. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought that it was something you might have done. And so I yeah. wanted to ask. It feels on brand. <clears throat> um, but I, I don't think I... I don't think I did. Which is um, very not on brand. I remember. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe this counts. Okay. I remember when my niece was born or was going to be born. I can't remember. I was talking to you about it and I said something like, well, it might be Matt's niece one day. And you were like, pump the brakes. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, my niece was born when Matt and I were dating. Like, oh, yeah. And I said something about like, it might be his niece one day. I can't remember. And you were like, that's I don't remember a, that at all. Yeah. It wasn't like a big deal. And it wasn't like right. I was trying to get him to like name her. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> I think her I just wanted name him. is Matthew. <laughs> yeah. I think I just wanted him to drive down with me. Oh, right. And he did, but I feel like maybe he didn't want... I can't remember. I don't really remember the details. I just remember saying it and you being like, maybe you shouldn't lead with that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fair. Um, But yeah, I haven't like bought any wedding dresses or put any venues on hold. I did hear a crazy story recently though. Okay, go on. Well, it's kind of related. It's kind of not, but it is crazy. Um, My friend is both a wedding photographer and they have a, they have a large warehouse that half of it is their house and half of it is their, like a multi-purpose studio. They call it the studio, but there's like weddings in there, baby showers, um, meetings, co-working, like all sorts of stuff happens in the studio. So they rent it out for whatever. And so this girl hired her to, she hired the studio for her wedding and she hired my friend as the photographer for the wedding. Okay. And she was like, but here's the weird thing. I took this girl's family photos with her husband two years ago. And so I know she's already married. And Oh, okay. So she was like, that was weird that I, you know... I know. She, so I'm, she's like, obviously they must have gotten family photos, like kids and all that, yes. or just like husband, husband oh, okay. and two or okay. three kids. And she's like, she's like, I vividly remember them because it wasn't just like your normal, oh, cute family in the field. Like they wanted to do some like cooler, like more unique stuff. And so, so she's this is like, two years later, and there's already another wedding. Yes, and it's like okay. this message came, I think, around in June for an October wedding. And wow, okay, that's the quick. plot thickens when we find out that the potential groom is someone we know's best friend. 
Okay. And so she reaches out to this person. Let's call him Jay. She reaches out to Jay and is like, did you know that G is getting married? Or is is G seeing anyone? And he's like, no, he's still really broken up over his divorce. It's not even final yet. So I don't think he's seeing anyone. Mm-hmm. And my what? friend is like, okay, well, she doesn't want to just like blab and be like, well, apparently he's getting married in October. Apparently he's getting married in October. So she, I think I was on the phone with her or something when she got this right after this had, first uh, interaction had happened. Like they set the date and then she asked our friend. And I was like, okay, something is up here. Like, something is up. I just have this feeling that he doesn't know he's getting married. And that was my first guess. So, anyway, fast forward several months. Not too many months because it's only June to October. It's a month before the wedding. So it's still booked at this point. It's still booked. And, like, um, she follows them on Instagram. And the girl posts... To everyone who was invited to our wedding, um, it's called off because he was cheating on me with a 20-year-old. And he tags the 20-year-old, tags the guy, and then posts like screenshots, like all this crazy stuff. I only saw part of it. I didn't get to see all of it, which I'm a, the, the like n- need to watch the train wreck, you know, that like uh-huh. thing in me that I wish wasn't there, but it so is. My jaw is hanging <sighs> open right I now. I know. And like she just kept posting him and posting stuff. Oh so turns out they Oh, had you can't sent, look away. Oh, I couldn't. And I was like, I didn't look. I missed a lot of the good stuff. And oh then she deleted gosh. it all. And I was pretty sad that I missed it all. And I was like, man, I wish there were screenshots. <laughs> um, But... Turns out he did know he was getting married, but because his divorce wasn't finalized, they didn't tell anybody they were getting married until like oh. literally like a few, like a week or two before this. <gasps> no this email. A so week like before. Oh, so it would been it would be like a month before the actual wedding. About it's a like month, surprise. Yeah. Oh my! It gosh. was like six weeks. It was about six weeks when they sent out the but invite, still, but and about still, five weeks it, when they broke it off. So. So maybe people knew that he was in a relationship, but nobody knew it was like, oh, and we're getting married. Oh, right. Well, that's the thing. Our no. mutual friend Jay finally was like, oh, yeah, he is seeing someone. And and my friend was like, so it's not that serious. And he, she was, he was like, I don't think so. And then he finds out like a month later when he so gets his did e-bite Jay to the wedding. Know that it was, did Jay know that it was that serious? So he was like planning a wedding with this woman, but then also like secretly seeing this 20-year-old on the side and telling yes. his friends it wasn't serious? Yes. How did he not think this was going to blow up is what I, I From what I can gather. It's not that serious, but come to like this ceremony where we're just going to like commit our lives to each yeah, other. Yeah. We just stand up in front of our friends and say we're going to be best friends forever. It's fine. Um, it sounds to me like he had gone through a divorce and I don't think he he spent the right amount of time processing what that meant yeah if we were gonna make a judgment call i think that's the one we'd make yeah i mean it's clear like people people who are usually like normal well-adjusted people don't act like this but when they go through crazy stuff it can like oh gosh we'll just say cloud their judgment for you know yeah yeah so anyway, not the way I, th- but when she called me and she's like, so the wedding's off. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I just knew there was something off And you're like, off was it off because he didn't know he was, 
I mean, that was my first guess. But apparently he didn't know he was getting married. He just didn't care enough to stop screwing around with someone else. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Um, So I was going to say that, like, (laughs) we knew people that I'd heard they, like, found a wedding dress they loved. Mm -hmm. And so they bought it before they were even dating anybody. And that, to me, is like, wow, crazy. But... Not compared, I don't know, maybe if you got a really good price on it. <laughs> Still not, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Nothing compared to what you just is, described. Yeah, I mean, what I described is insanity. But I guess technically, um, regardless of who you marry, you're probably going to want to wear something that you, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, what would Matt think of this dress? I was just like, well, this is the dress I want to wear. However, Absolutely. I would not wear the same dress today that I wore nine years ago over a totally that's right dress. so yeah i was gonna say i don't I think know that that's the thing is like i i could see somebody being like no i love this dress it's a good price i've got to get it but like if you're not gonna get married for another five years wedding styles will have moved on yeah it's so you know, it's yeah. like you're not gonna want to wear the dress that somebody wore in the 80s like i don't know i just yeah i yeah. think um i didn't do anything that crazy i just um followed a designer on Instagram and she did wedding dresses and bridesmaids dresses and like just really beautiful, very simple gowns. And my sister and I were in LA. Um, I was over there for work and then um, over like two weeks. And then over the weekend, we were going to like hang out in LA and they happened to have um, like, that's one of their flagship stores. And I was like, let's just go like pop in. Cause I'll never actually get a chance to like see these dresses otherwise. Yeah. Um, and so, but it was like appointment only. So I had to like <laughs> fill out my, who's the bride and when's the wedding? And I was like, question uh, mark? no, TBD. And I was like, well, when I show up without a, an engagement ring on my finger, I think they're going to understand. And so I was like, they know. I was like, hey, look, my sister and I are like, you know, we live internationally. Like we're meeting up together. I am like interested, you know, just to, I've never gone wedding dress shopping and I just want to like try these on. They were like really nice about it. And there were some really pretty I don't dresses. Think, I actually don't think that that's weird at all. Um, oh, really? Okay, thanks. No, I really don't. <laughs> I never told Ben. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know and that I would he doesn't listen like, to this podcast. So that's right. So he's never so going to know. We no. did share, you remember with the one with the wedding dresses, we shared those pictures. We shared pictures oh. of me in my dress and you in your tried on dresses oh that's right oh that's right um so he could find them if he wanted to but mm, he'd have to listen to the podcast first so <laughs> jokes on you ben um <laughs> no i really don't think that trying do. on wedding dresses is that weird because it's conceivable that you would wear one one day and so it's like why wouldn't you just like it's it's like playing dress up yeah, I feel like is, that's yeah. like tr- trying on fancy dresses, even though you don't have an occasion. You're still try them yeah, on. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like because we did and yeah. it was fun and we took pictures and then we went out for lunch. Yeah. I do know someone who wasn't engaged yet, but was in a very tumultuous relationship um, and she bought a wedding dress and I was like, this feels too soon. And you're like, but, I don't think that buying the dress is going to yeah, fix your relationship. It, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like having the baby to, you know, save the marriage. Oh. It felt like that kind of like, once again, a Hail Mary. But they did get married, and it's great. So, And she got to wear the dress? She did get to wear the dress. Well, that's good. Hey, listen, if you're out there listening and you have done something crazy or you know somebody who's done something crazy, you know we want to hear that story. So please share. Please share. 
Um, so yeah, so Monica puts her name on the list. And then Hildy from, oh, Morgan Chase Museum. That's what it is. Wow. Like, Why couldn't I think of what it was called? Oh, like J.P. Morgan Chase? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, That's the I bank. J.P. Morgan so and sense. Chase are different places. No. No, they're not. Oh. I don't don't think so. I think they're actually, like, I think Chase Bank is a thing, but I think that, like, the investment, the, like, rich people financial investment is the J.P. Morgan Chase. Oh, I thought it was J.P. Morgan. I thought it was just J.P. Morgan. It doesn't matter. I don't really know. We can check this later. I Um, think I might have some (laughs) Roth IRA stuff in there, but I don't remember. Okay. We'll Well. cut that out. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I need to know where my Roth is. My Roth uh, well, if J.P. Morgan and Chase is actually a place, otherwise, good luck to you, you, you hackers. Oh, yeah. Do you think somebody lied? No, look, J.P. Morgan Chase, investment banking oh, company. Look at you. Thank you. you, you I'm an investment banker. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Um, so she calls and leaves the message that there's a cancellation and she wants to have the Geller Bing wedding at our facility is available Chandler, who was previously screening the call, is now freaking out, saying, this is Chandler Bing. This, this is Chandler Bing. This is not the not room. The room. <laughs> um, and oh, Hildy. I mean, I do not fault him for freaking out. That, I think that would freak anyone out who had not, like, had the discussion of we are working towards getting married soon, you know? Totally. And Chandler is especially freaked out. Like, he's especially right. commitment phobe. Yes. So, regular guy, crazy. Chandler, like, oh my gosh, which I think Phoebe says at some point. Um, yeah, that's right. And Monica comes home and. And he leaves and is all awkward. Yes, well, which I'm like, she's like I think he I... should have left before she got home. To be so I think awkward. he didn't like well I think he probably was like don't know what to do she walked in and he's like I can't because she's like I was gonna make you dinner and he was like well next time ask yeah <laughs> wait for me to ask wait for me to ask um, and then she listens to the messages and she is like no oh please gosh, you didn't poor hear thing. it I know I mean gosh that's just got to be like do you wonder why ugh. like if it was a two-year wait list why is she getting a call the next day I've always wondered that. Know. Unless she well, was like, I oh, guess... how about this date? And they were like, well, that date's busy. And maybe they were like, oh, that date's now free in two years. I don't know. Maybe. It's just like, yeah, did they get true. through the rest of the list that quickly? They could have. And it could even be like other ones have, are already in progress of being like planned. And so I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not really sure. Or they mm. just were making fiery calls to get this spot filled. Um. And so Monica goes searching for Chandler and she finds Phoebe and she's like, have you seen Chandler? And he's like, N-. she's like, no, why? The woman from the place called and there was cancellation and Chandler heard. Mm. Oh, and that's when she's like, oh, for a regular guy, it's bad. But for Chandler, oh my God. Um, yeah, yeah. And she's like, what are you going to do? And Monica's like, well, I'm never listening to you again. Oh, what yeah, are you going to do? And she's like, Rachel and she's said like, that. Well, Rachel's not well, here. Rachel's not here. <laughs> and she flies out like a bat out of hell and keeps looking for Chandler. And finally, he comes home. Yeah. 
And he's like, why would I be freaking out? People call and say we're getting married. That happens every day. (laughs) And she explains, like, it was just for fun. You know, what's the harm? And he's like, this is the harm. And so he just keeps freaking out. And look, and he's like, I'm just not ready. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Right. Like, she's like, that's because he's, you know, he's like, I'm not saying never. I'm just not ready right now to be wedding planning. Yeah. And once he kind of calms down, yeah, he's sweet about it, which I mean. Yeah, that's true. I, I understand that being like a big red flag and very freak out moment if you are being told you're getting married and you didn't Yeah, know. and Monica is so overbearing and yes. so like, you know, like he knows that this is what she wants. Yeah. She has this already perfectly planned out. Uh, maybe he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if she just forced me into it because she totally. forces him into a lot of stuff probably. Yes. And then he's like, okay, if it really was not, didn't mean anything, as long as you know I'm not ready. And she's like, I know. Yeah. He's like, okay. So he gives a hug. And yeah. then Monica is like, I'm going to go tell Joey you're back. Um, and he's really worried about you. And then Phoebe yeah. comes out of the wings. Yes. And he's just like, did she buy it? And he's like, I, I kind of hate this part because he's so cheesy. Totally. Yeah, like, when he gets too like, happy, sappy. it's yeah. like gearing up for our least favorite moment in Friends history. It's, um, it's just know, like a least tiny we'll little taste. Um, and then and, she's like, "Did you, did Hildy show you the museum? Yeah. Isn't it beautiful?" Oh. Yep. And he's like, "I can't believe Monica, you're gonna ask Monica to marry Sorry. you." Which okay, and good scene. one. Good but, one. Okay, I want to know because I don't what? feel like we ever actually find out. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Did this happen organically and it prompted Chandler to do this? Or is the entire thing a setup with Phoebe taking Monica to the museum? I never thought about that. I think, okay, the only information I have to base a decision on is that in one of the next few episodes when they're looking at rings and Chandler's like trying to figure out which cut, he -hmm. says something like, I can't remember what they say, but he's like, yeah, because you walked in on me when I was looking at rings. And she's like, not knocking, pays off again. So – I wonder if he was looking at rings, he told Phoebe that he wanted to do this, or she deduced that, and then she set up the museum thing. I never considered that, Renee, but that is... Because they never really say. And also, Chandler doesn't need to pick out a venue before he proposes. That's also weird. Yeah, I guess I just assumed that they went to this museum and um, it, like, all kind of happened. But then, yeah, I guess, like, well, then I guess you're right. Because if if Chandler – so what I assumed happened – okay, here's the timeline of events that I thought. Okay. I figured that the girls did the thing, right? They did the, – it was just for fun, just happened to go. Um, Hildy called. Chandler freaks out. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he, like, went down to the coffee shop. Because when Monica goes down there, 
Phoebe's down there. So like say Chandler freaks out, goes to the coffee shop, talks to Phoebe and Phoebe's like, maybe like calms him, like talks him off the ledge and is like, Chandler, it's two years from now. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Like go have a look. Like it is really pretty. You know, maybe he's doing the whole, like we would get married eventually type thing. And she's like, go look at it. It's gorgeous or something like that. That's kind of what I figured. And that's how they were in on it when he comes back and she's like, did Hildy show you? But that doesn't, then she wouldn't be surprised about the ring because she'd already, unless, I guess, unless it's like the timing was really a lot faster and he wasn't going to do the ring thing with her, but that it does kind of seem like she wouldn't, that wouldn't be such a surprise. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Mystery. I've just always kind of wondered about that. Mm, Um, Good question. I would say we'll find out, but uh, I we do not ever. We don't. We don't. (laughs) I've seen it and we don't. (laughs) We've seen it and we don't. Um, But that is it for this episode. To be continued on the life and times of Monica and Chandler. Next episode and the one with the ring, which wasn't there already the one with the ring, and it was about Paul. uh, It was about the other. No, it was Pete and the boxing ring. Oh. That must have been called something else. Yeah. I thought that one was the one with the ring because he spent $50,000 at so-and-so's ring designs. Yeah. You know, that's a really great question. I'm trying to think of the answer. <laughs> Slash look it up while I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Just it was the to... one with the ultimate fighting champion. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Makes me think of that, though. Yes, totally. Um, okay. Well, this has been good. This has been a lot of fun. Yes. And Always. very encouraging. Always. So Always. Um, should we just meet back here this time next week? for the Same time, the same place? All right. Love it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. See you then. We'll talk to you guys then. <laughs> Bye. Bye.